Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, you know our friend Hunter Miller, astronomy educator at the Adler Planetarium. Hunter, I'm so happy you came back today. I was having a conversation with John Williams today, and he's like, Lisa, have you seen that that George Clooney movie? I mean, one of these days, one of those satellites is going to come <laughs> crashing into Earth, and it's going to hit somebody. And I go, John, you really believe that's going to ha- happen? And he goes, yes, I do. Um, the satellite that all the headlines said was dead and spiraling toward Earth already did make its re-entry, and it landed in the ocean, right? Yep. So uh, no, nothing to fear anymore, right? It's already completed its re-entry, and they confirmed um, the ESA, the European Space Agency, that it has uh, landed and it looks like it just landed out in the middle of the ocean, which, of course, is going to be the most likely occurrence in any of these cases, right? The ocean covers... 70% of the globe and the land that's there um, is still, you know, mostly unpopulated by people. So nothing that anybody needs to worry about for the future. So you don't think that will ever happen? Like there will never be a moment where one of these satellites falls from space, it's dead and it hits any kind of land. So, you know, I think a, a good way to maybe calm some people's concerns is this isn't something that's super uncommon. It actually happens, you know, once every week or two, um, that a satellite of this size is re-entering into Earth's atmosphere. And what usually happens is, you know, these satellites are traveling really fast. They're out there in space where they can move very freely. As they are deorbiting and coming back down to Earth, they hit the atmosphere. They have all of this extra drag on them from the air, you know, surrounding the Earth. To us, that might not feel like much, but to them, it means a lot. And so these satellites are usually breaking up into smaller pieces. These smaller pieces are kind of burning up in the atmosphere. So it's not really something to be too concerned about. I think a number that I saw from from the ESA earlier today said that there's about a one in a hundred billion chance that anybody will get hit by these. (laughs) Wow. So I understand that this satellite was launched into space in 1995. It was active until 2011 and then deorbited by the ESA to help reduce space junk. So there was a decision to basically kill this satellite, right? And is that the point that they fall from space? Exactly. So um, it was active from 1995 to 2011. It was observing the Earth, collecting a lot of um, climate data as things, as things change here on Earth. In 2011, it ended, it ended that life cycle. And so they burned the rest of its fuel to prepare it for this deorbit. And that is to, exactly like you said, kind of limit the amount of space debris that we have surrounding the Earth. So, you know, to give you an idea of how much is really out there, these numbers are from 2019, but there were over 5,000 active satellites in orbit that were still in operation, but over 25,000 artificial objects in orbit around the Earth. So there's a lot of these kinds of dead satellites up there, and it can cause problems for the actual active satellites that are still up there. So now it is common practice to deorbit them. We try to do it within 15 years of them being decommissioned. So that's why this one is coming down now, about 13 years afterwards. It's a slow process where it makes many, many orbits around the Earth gradually getting lower and lower um, until it reaches the atmosphere like this one did today. 
So I understand it weighed about 5,000 pounds, so maybe like a decent-sized car or SUV, but most of that is broken to pieces before it re-entry, before the re-entry. Absolutely. So, yeah, essentially all of it will break into a lot of individual parts. You know, these satellites are built to withstand, you know, being out in outer space where they're not facing a lot of, um, you know, push and pull and knocks from things. Um, so once it hits that atmosphere and it's traveling at such a high speed, it's falling apart. A lot of those materials are pretty much completely burning up and, and you know, dissolving into the atmosphere. Um, and so I think the, the biggest piece that they said it might land on the ground was about 100 pounds. You know, you'll, you'll have smaller pieces. Now, of course, if that did make contact with someone, it would yeah. uh, it would be quite painful. Of course, it could cause some serious health issues. But the likelihood of that is so so low. So how how soon did we start? If this one's from ninety five, when did we start launching satellites? When did it become so polluted and and so many of these satellites in space? Well, you know, we can think back to the space race, right? Of the of the late 50s, early 60s, when the first satellites were being launched. But back then, there were very few going up. It was still quite expensive. These days, launching of satellites is much more common, and especially um, with now all of the Starlink launches that are happening, there are tons and tons of satellites getting launched into orbit uh, pretty much constantly. And this number of operational satellites is going to grow um, many times over in the coming years. Now, these one, these satellites are a little bit smaller than things like the ERS-2 that um, re-entered orbit today. So it's very unlikely that, you know, when those are deorbited, that any pieces of them would make it to the ground. But we do have a, a growing amount of um, this space debris orbiting the planet. Is there regulation? I was told one time it was almost like a parking lot, that you are designated a certain space for your satellite. Right, and so that is to help ensure that they are not crashing into each other, right? A lot of satellites are in very similar kinds of orbits. Kind of depends on the height above the Earth that they are at, how many kilometers away they are above us. Um, And so a lot of them do sit in those kinds of similar areas because they might be collecting the same types of data. That might be a good consistent spot to orbit in. So they want to space those out so that they have as little a chance of hitting each other as possible. But then, of course, the things that you run into are all of those extra pieces that are out there. Um, You might have some non-operational satellites that crash into each other. There's absolutely been cases of those. And so now we have these really small pieces that are also orbiting around the Earth, these little bits that can then crash into things. So I can tell John Williams he doesn't have to worry. It's not going to be like a George Clooney movie. No space junk is going to land on his head. We should be okay here. I think more of the concerns are, yes, with some of those other satellites that are launching up there and and orbiting the Earth. I think we'll be all right here on Earth. (laughs) Always great to talk to you, Hunter. Have a wonderful day. You as well, Lisa. Always great to be here. Hunter Miller, astronomy educator at the Adler Planetarium. Steve's News comes up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.